Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in here. Happy to have you with us on a Thursday. Uh, We have some sports news that we can start with here in in, in little bits and pieces. Uh, We can start with the good news for the Rangers first. That's right. Uh, that was making news last night. World, World Series. World Series champions for the first time ever. So we we decided on a little night ranger. Get it? Get it? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the Texas Rangers won game five of the World Series last night, five to nothing over the hapless Arizona Diamondbacks uh, to secure. Hapless? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> given the fact that they blew it in five games and couldn't even score one run last night and yeah. uh, apparently were leaving runners in scoring position all night long, then, yeah, uh, they didn't put in a good showing. I mean, they got there, so you got to give them credit for that. Sure. But, uh, you know, you, you wish that uh, – I, I mean, every time there's a series like this, you hope it goes seven games. You hope at least for six. But mm-hmm. to go down three games to one and then not be able to do any thing in game five a little frustrating for them but yeah uh first time in 52 years in the 52 year history of the texas rangers they are now world champions one of five teams that had never won a world series Mm -hmm. six teams that had never done it so there are five now that still haven't done it five left right yeah um so yeah they, they get to scratch another one off the list that's my favorite part about it I don't know these two teams at all. I didn't know the World Series was happening until we talked about it this week. Um, But I like that the teams that had not yet won a World Series, one of them finally did. Yeah, I I wish I knew more about, like, the ins and outs of baseball. And, uh, I mean, I know how the game is played. But, like, on any given year, unless there's a team that I'm invested in, which really there aren't many of those, (laughs) then, uh, yeah, I I really don't pay that much attention. Um, But I, I heard the guys from 610 Sports talking about it, and I guess there's a guy who's either the the team manager or the general manager. I don't remember which they said. On the Rangers, who used to play here for the Royals, and they did not have kind things to say. So <laughs> Did I see something like it's the pitcher? A oh, former pitcher for the Royals? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Who is now yeah, the the uh the manager for Texas. Uh, hold on. But. Sometimes I see things on Twitter and I see eight words when there are 20 there and maybe the other 12 are important. <laughs> well, yeah, but it, I mean, when, when it's a sport that you're not deeply involved in, it yeah. all comes off like Charlie Brown's teacher. You're reading it like, and it just yeah. doesn't register. I'm having a hard time finding this via Google. Eh, sports, Darn it. Sports people already know. So okay. yeah, I just, I remember hearing unkind things said, which doesn't really usually happen. They're pretty nice guys over there. So whenever they go after somebody on his, you know, based on his personality, I generally tend to take heed. Hey, look, I think I was right. Several oh, no people are texting in 
I never could have told you his name, I but I to, think I was right. I need to bring up the text line. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Chris Young. Chris That's Young. exactly the name that they were saying. He's a front office member for Texas. Um, apparently general, uh, yeah, general manager, not not team manager, not like the guy who sits in the dugout. Yeah, I wasn't sure which they said. Um, but yeah, that that's the guy. So yeah, well done, Jamie. You you knew more about a sports thing than we did. <laughs> Again, the eight <laughs> words sometimes you just never know out of the twenty words that you get in a tweet. Yep. Which eight I'm gonna pick out of something like this? But sometimes the right eight stay in my head. Sometimes not, but sometimes they do. Well done. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, it's also kind of cool to see the Chiefs fanfare that is happening now as people from Kansas City are going to Germany and they're going in waves. There are representatives from Kansas City that went way ahead to do like a trade mission and all that kind of stuff sure. and and some some goodwill and that kind of thing. But it's kind of cool to see everybody leaving KCI. Mama Kelsey was on her way last night. Just all that kind of stuff, getting ready for this game on Sunday. Oh, yeah, and there was a big deal this morning. I mean, they had uh, Casey Wolf was out at, at MCI or KCI mm -hmm. or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they have representatives. And, I mean, it was all a big fanfare. I do think it, there's a bit of irony in the fact that so many of the fans and other, you know, dignitaries and all of that have already left. And the mm -hmm. team hasn't yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, today, right? They're on their way. Yeah, they're on their yeah. way a little bit later today. But I just think it's funny that the fans are beating the team there. You wonder if they're going to hang around the airport and wait for the plane like they do <laughs> after the games, you know, when the team plays an away game. That would be cool. Yeah. I don't know anything about um, this game is in Frankfurt. I'll take yes. your word for it. I know oh, it's, wow. it's I know it's in Germany somewhere. Uh, Cheers, yeah, I think Germany you're right. Game. I, I'm uh, da da da. Man, it the is. internet is yeah. failing me today, it Frankfurt. Is. It is. I have yes. spent a grand total of eight hours in Frankfurt in my life. I left the airport. I had a long layover there several years ago. I left the airport. I went to Heidelberg, got back on my connection and went back. I don't remember anything about the airport, but I, I assume the Chiefs are going to come into the big airport in Frankfurt. I would guess, yeah. Uh, I spent three days there by accident and uh, was uh, – we, we didn't fly into the airport, though, in Frankfurt. We flew into Ramstein Air Force Base, and then they took us mm -hmm. to Frankfurt because they broke our plane. So <laughs> that's right. never a good day. But, um, yeah, it's 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 a lovely city, I mean, as, as cities go. Uh, it, there is still plenty of old sort of, you know, Teutonic architecture and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's very strange. If you go into the city center – and travel, I think it's east, then that's where, like, the old part of the city is. And that's where okay. I've described before, where they have the restaurants that have the hibachis out front so that you, oh, yeah. you can smell nothing but sausages you walk by, which yeah. is kind of awesome. But if you turn the other way and go west into the city center, it's all ultra-modern glass and steel and neon and, and, you know, lit up signs and all of that. You would think, let me see if I can, um, very Houston. I don't know why okay. I make that connection in my head, but that's that's what it looked like to me is if you were walking around downtown Houston. So okay. uh, it, it is strange to see that. And they're right smashed up next to each other. There's like one big city hall type building that separates the two parts of the city. But yeah, we had a great time while we were there. Uh, it's been neat to see what the Frankfurt airport looks like as they welcome Chiefs fans. Yeah. You know, pictures of Patrick Mahomes up everywhere. I mean, that kind of stuff that will no doubt greet the Chiefs when they get there. Yeah, I wonder if there is... A 
boy, that has to be knowledge somewhere. Like that tailgating, that tailgating group that we've had on before. Somebody knows when that plane gets in or somebody yeah. knows how to track it. Shoot, we could probably track it. We could probably find it. There are enough websites that do that. Somebody's tracking that plane to make sure there's a group to greet them at the airport. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it was, it was, again, as we were talking with the sports guys this morning, um, we were talking about that and about how if you're going to go to a place like that, even if you're just going for the game, you want to mm-hmm. spend a few days and just yeah. you know, kind of out looking around. The other thing that I remember about Frankfurt is that their light rail system is outstanding. It is. That's you, how I got to Heidelberg. You can get anywhere in the city, and it's very cheap. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was just very easy to get around. So if they're looking to do that, or if you're if you're going and you haven't gone yet, invest in that rail pass. It will do you a lot of good. We will talk more tomorrow as we hear more about um, which bars are going to open at 8.30 in the morning for that game <laughs> on Sunday morning, uh, where everybody's going to go to watch it, how many of you are just going to get up, drink your coffee, stay in your pajamas and watch it at home versus bars that are open and that kind of thing. It'll just be, I just think it's fun to have something like that at a time that you wouldn't normally have it. I don't love the city, you know, getting drunk at nine o'clock in the morning, which will happen <laughs> a little bit, but it's just a cool vibe. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, if there's a place where you normally go for your Sunday brunch and mimosas or whatever, you know that they're going to have TVs on wherever it happens to be. Um, I was just looking at a story that I have. We don't have a good roundup yet, but I suspect by tomorrow we'll know a little bit more about it. I happen to find out that the the little bar near the house is going to do that on Sunday because I was there last night. I just I went out for food and they were just talking about it. Oh yeah, we're opening it up at 7:30 in the morning on Sunday and you know, doing breakfast and all of that. Where normally they don't. Yeah. Someone just said oh, we're hosting a breakfast watch party on Sunday morning. Yeah, that's nice. what I'm doing. Nice. That's I'm I'm responsible for bringing the Baileys for the coffee on Sunday morning. <laughs> so, yeah, it, uh, it'll be cool. Um, and then with this game being against the Dolphins, we talked about this, you and I, a little bit off the air. I don't need to hear anything out of Tyreek Hill. Am I the only one that just doesn't want to hear him talk about this? No. No, you're not. Um, yeah. And, and I think part of that, not on maybe not on your part, but part of that just in general is is the nature of fandom. It's like sure. whenever, whenever a guy leaves, it's like, oh, I, we hate that guy. But he also has a bit of a checkered past off the field. And yeah. that has soured. I know I still know people who have not ever wanted to hear anything from him after that. Um, that, you know, after the incidents of domestic violence, and again, it's it's hard to blame people, but uh, yeah, I mean, now he's one of the other guys, so really, you know, who cares what he has to say? Yeah, and the way that he left, but yes, I I was I so clearly remember the morning that we learned about that story, and the audio came out about his son and mm-hmm. and all of that, and ever since then, I just don't want to hear anything out of him. Yeah. So and now you know he plays for a lousy team. So yay! <laughs> yes. Uh, and yes, I, I there will be no no bigger Kansas City Chiefs fan than me on Sunday morning because well they're playing Miami. So any team that plays Miami is a friend of mine. Um, but yeah, is th- that a big competitor to the Bills? Is oh that yeah. Why? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And, and there's a lot of history there. But I mean, Dolphins fans. I've I've been to a couple of games down at what used to be Joe Robbie Stadium. I forget what they call it now. It's got some corporate name on it. But where the Dolphins Dolphins play and they're awful. I mean, their fans are awful. They're <laughs> they're just terrible, terrible people. So yeah. 
Yeah, somebody just mentioned the city of Odessa still has that planned power outage on Sunday morning. <laughs> to my knowledge, that has not changed. That's right. So come to Kansas City. You know, go, yeah. go to one of the bars and enjoy the game here. Yeah. Uh, real quick, some sad news out of the world of basketball. Last night, uh, Bobby Knight died at yeah. the age of 83. I got that right, too. Yes, 83. Yeah, and another guy who, I mean, you want to talk about mixed feelings. Um, I have a friend who grew up in Richmond, Indiana, mm-hmm. so was a huge fan of Indiana basketball. And had a he actually had a candle in his office with Bobby Knight's picture on it. It was like he would burn that every time they were wow. playing, just you know, kind of for good luck. But I mean, Bobby Knight had a reputation of being a little bit more than a hothead, and he showed mm-hmm. that off on many occasions. Um, generally, the the opinion was, yeah, flawed human being, but incredible basketball coach. Yeah, um, and that was all over last night as well. So just worth worth a mention here. Uh, real quick, um, an update on, we have plenty of other stuff to get to, but we have four hours. So uh, <laughs> update us on. That's the spirit. Uh, well, here's, I'm in no big hurry. We can just talk about whatever we want out of the front because we got four hours to get to everything. Sure. So no problem. Um, so last night was the first time, you know, we made a big deal out of your last meal oh, that yeah. was like real food. And so last meal versus first meal of real food in a while. Right, because yeah, I went to the doctor's office yesterday right after the show. I mean, left here and went directly there. Uh, for It was a planned you know, planned visit. The, you, you, they do that every so often after you have surgery. They want to make sure everything's going okay. And the doc said, uh, yeah, how you doing? And I said, fine. And he said, any problems? And I said, no. And he said, great. You're clear. Uh, whatever you want to eat, go ahead, do it. You know, just be, just be mindful of the same things that we've already talked about, and just you know. But now you're all the restrictions are off. You know, it's not pureed okay. food or liquid diet or soft food or whatever. Now it's just go eat. So I figured, okay, what am I going to do? Uh, that's why I was at my local bar last night because they have great wings, and I thought, you know. There's just something poetic about that. If I'm going to have my first like whatever I want to have meal, I want wings. Mm-hmm. Had you thought about it? Not Had really. Had you like been thinking about and looking forward to that about what you were going to have? No, I, I hadn't put a whole lot of thought into it. And I mean, when when I, I guess I usually just I figure whatever the craving that hits, I'll just mm-hmm. have that. But uh, as soon as I landed on it, I was like, okay, what am I hungry for? You know what? I could go for some wings. And then it was just like, okay, yep, uh, off to social, and we're going to have some wings. Um, I had four. <laughs> Where, I was going to ask, like, what's your yeah, where normally I would go and plow through a dozen or more. No, no, I, I had four last night, and that was played. They were very, very good. Uh, watched a little baseball, you know, while I was eating and all of that. And um, yeah, it, it was a more than pleasant experience. Is that going to be now what you can expect that you're just going to get full a lot faster? Oh, I think so. In yeah. general? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's just even with what I've been eating up till now, you know, it, is the restrictions have kind of fallen away piece by piece. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I find myself, I also find myself not grazing. Oh, interesting. You know, in okay. between meals, get where that was always a, a thing of just, boy, I'm, I'm a little peckish, you know, not hungry, just a little peckish. I'm going to grab something real quick. I, I just don't do that now. That, um, I mean, that's great because it's amazing how much weight people put on. Oh, yeah. By doing that. Well, and I'll tell you, the other thing, this just occurred to me as I was driving in this morning because, uh, I, first of all, I forgot my phone, made myself late. Oh, I was I was in a hurry. <laughs> I, I had uh-huh. to go back and get it. There was just no way to do the show yeah. without this. So uh, went back and, and got the phone, and I was in a hurry, 
and hungry enough that I thought, you know, I, I need to stop and get something. And I was driving by all of the fast food restaurants where I used to stop thinking about mm-hmm. what I would get there. And it just kind of grossed me out. And I thought, so, you know, with the changes that I've made, I thought, I, yeah, I could get that, but bleh. It's kind of funny, um, as somebody who lost a significant amount of weight at one, at one point, I think part of it is just you have gone so long without it. That's what happened to me. I gave it up for so long that then when given the opportunity to like kind of do whatever I wanted, mm-hmm. I, it just didn't sound good to me anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was like I used to live on that stuff. And, and I thought about eating it, and I thought, no, it just it doesn't even sound good. So, yeah, settled on something that was a little more um, pedestrian, I guess. <laughs> you know, Not just, a bad choice. No, I know. You do a little yeah. scrambled eggs, and life is good. There you go. All right, um, we'll take a break. Uh, coming up, we are going to get to the latest on this story that literally broke two minutes before we got off the air yesterday. And Dana Parks had an incredibly compelling conversation about it for a while yesterday. Now we have an update on the Shawnee City manager who's caught up in some controversy. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. Okay. What do we think about what has happened so far and the action that the Shawnee City Council took last night in a special session, a closed session that they called to deal with, I'll just say deal with the city manager. Oh, man. Okay, so if you were here with us during the latter stages of yesterday's show, and we mean right at the end of the show, which is when this, ago. Yeah, when this when this story broke about Doug Gerber, who is the manager, city manager in Shawnee, and still is as of today, although on leave now, and we'll get to some of the specifics on that here in just a minute, because word started to circulate and an emergency meeting was called of the Shawnee City Council, who appoints the city manager, by the way. That's not an elected position. He's appointed mm-hmm. by the board. Um, and they called an emergency meeting yesterday to talk about what was what was going to happen here because a video, according to reports, started to circulate among people who were in city jobs, people who worked for the city. Some of them got it. Some of them didn't via an anonymous email that contained a video that allegedly showed Doug Gerber uh, pleasuring himself on this video. And it came along with a note that seemed to intimate that the person who sent it, whoever it was, was doing so to highlight the behavior that they ascribed to Doug Gerber in chat rooms. Now, what that means exactly, we still don't know. But... That it now it's it's being described as sexting. It's being described as uh, revenge porn, which mm-hmm. kind of puts things in a little bit of a different perspective. But yesterday, the city council did in fact meet, and in that emergency meeting, voted that for the time being, anyway, while they sort all of this out, Doug Gerber is going to be placed on leave. So many questions to get to here, and I know a lot of you are going to have thoughts about it, as we will as well. Um, so the star story points out that under state law, he can claim victim status. Yes. Um, Which also means, and and it sort of makes sense based on what we know, which is not everything. But as state law says, it is unlawful to disseminate any videotape, photograph, film, or image of another identifiable person 18 years or older who is nude or engaged in sexual activity and under circumstances in which that identifiable person had a reasonable expectation of privacy. 
And then there's some other stuff in there. But he can claim victim status. Right, which seems to be the dictionary definition of what happened here. And that's part yeah. of that's part of Kansas's revenge porn law. That's why it kind of puts it in that status that somebody is trying to influence events against him by disseminating this video that they had no business disseminating. So if he is, in fact, going to, and I guess, I mean, there are legal maneuvers, you know, paperwork you have to fill out and things like that to have that kind of victim status, that if that's the case, if Doug Gerber goes ahead and does that, then what business does the Shawnee City Council have placing him on leave from the job if he's the victim here? Um. Man, and it's it's a question of, and I know Dana Parks got into this a lot yesterday, but it's a question of, um, did he do anything wrong that is a fireable offense? Beyond that, the question I raise is, the bigger issue for me is, even if he's the victim, how effective of a leader is he going to be now? I have other questions about this too. Um, I'm pretty active on Kansas City Reddit and online and, and a lot of these message boards and stuff. I am shocked that this didn't get out until now because this happened in September. Yeah, and I think that speaks to a couple of things. Um, and that's why I, I, you know, I would really love to have more of the specifics on this. I think we all would mm -hmm. about exactly what happened. I mean, chat rooms are... Um, are very different today than they were the last time that I was in a chat room, yeah. which would probably be, oh, I don't know, somewhere around 2000, 2001, when MIRC chat was kind of the, the order of the day. That's how you could get involved in, you know, discussion groups and, and stuff like that in real time with people, where chat rooms now seem to be relegated to the world of sex. That, you know, they, they've gotten a very, very bad reputation. Now, I don't know... I don't know what the scene is now, because like I said, it's been 20 years. Yeah. I, I have no idea what goes on out there now. But is there more to that? Because most of us have moved either to social media, where you can just one-on-one -on -one chat with somebody if that's what you want to do, but most of the time it's just all out there in public, or to um, message boards like Reddit. It's, mm -hmm. it's not, I don't think it's a very big community now that still does the chat room thing. And if they're all kind of there for the same reason then they're not going to tell anybody on anybody else. It's it's kind of that insular society thing. But if if something happened in a chat room, are we, again, are we talking about out in the open, in an open mm -hmm. chat room? Or are we talking about two people who decided to go into their own private chat where this happened? Because I think even that puts it in a different perspective. If this was something between two people, then that's one thing. If this was something that was in a chat room where everybody just said, okay, start posting videos of yourselves, let's go, that's a little bit different because you have not only a different expectation of privacy, it shows a different level of responsibility for protecting your own privacy. I think the point I was making or started to make was city council members and the city council president expressed a lot of frustration about the fact that no one in in the levels of government in Shawnee knew about this. Yep. That no one told the city council, HR, the mayor, who <laughs> the quote from the mayor was, um, I'm not incredibly surprised when I was notified about the request from the start. They got it from a, an Open Meetings Act request. Nobody knew. Nobody yeah. who received or knew about this video told anybody higher above this guy. Well... 
there were two things that we yeah that we need to talk about. I know we need to hit a, a break because uh, we've got traffic and weather coming up and all of that. But but there are two people that are involved in this story now that I think we need to bring up at least, even though we don't know the specifics of what they said and what they knew. There might have been some concern concerns raised, but we don't know if this is what it was. Yeah. All right. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. We'll be back with more of this next here on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, recapping how we got here real fast, and then we'll get to your calls. Uh, Late last month, several Shawnee City employees received an email with the subject line, in all caps, MOST IMPORTANT. There was a video attached to that email, which they opened, that was clearly of their boss, the city manager, Doug Gerber, pleasuring himself fully in the act. On a couch, the star says it's unclear when or where the video was taken, but they said it appears to have been filmed by him alone on a couch. After the email got there, uh, an IT employee from Shawnee sent out a staff-wide email saying the message had gotten through the city's email filtering because it was a standard video file from a generic outside account, which they blocked. It got out. Star learned about it. Star filed an open records request. And now we know a um, little bit more about it. Again, we don't know who took it and we don't know who sent it. But last night, the Shawnee City Council got together and said, we're going to put him on paid leave while we figure this out. And I believe their next meeting about it is Monday. Yeah. And and even though I know we don't get into the politics of politics, what's going on now is kind of fascinating because one of the people who did raise concerns about Doug Gerber, although we don't know if these were the concerns that were raised, was the outgoing mayor, Michelle Disler. Uh, who kind of opposed his appointment as city manager, but the board went ahead with it anyway. And the other one is an ex-mayor who has decided to weigh in on all of this. Uh, Jim Allen served as mayor of Shawnee from 1993 to 2003 and just blasted the council. I mean, absolutely blasted them saying, and I quote, there's six of you up here who align with his values. I strongly can't accept that you six people, meaning the board, continue to serve. This is one of the biggest black eyes on the city of Shawnee. And then went on to say, but, you know, I'll come back as mayor if you want me to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Real quick, I want to point out before we get to the calls, Michelle Disler, who, again, is the outgoing mayor, uh, when said that she first heard about this from the star. 
when the star asked and, and did the open records request. And I want to get back to her, um, her quotes here. She said, I don't have all the details, but I was not incredibly surprised when I was notified about the Cora request from the Kansas City Star. What I do know is that during the city manager hiring process, the governing body had been made aware of previous issues and accusations against Mr. Gerber. The additional concerns I raised during those discussions were dismissed and the council proceeded to choose Mr. Gerber stating he most closely aligned with their values. He's only been in this job since March. But see, why don't we? Okay, accusations and issues. That says nothing. If you're going to raise those concerns to the board and now we know this happened, why don't you go ahead and say what those accusations and issues were? I agree. Yeah, because there's just so much we don't know. Let's go to the phones on this. We'll bring in Jim in Topeka. Hey, Jim. Hello there. If my memory serves me correctly, he was an assistant city manager and was promoted to uh, that when the other one left in a different city. And I kind of remember that there was something else going wrong with his performance that had to do with his job in managing the city. So when we look at the overall picture, not just this one little speck on a picture, when we look on the overall deal of it, we may find something uh, that, we, that we don't expect. And when we, when we narrowly focus, we, we tend to miss these types of details that bring it into uh, a complete decision. So let's, because he's, he's made somebody mad. He's made somebody really mad. It seems so. Right. Jim, let me point out real fast here, though. um, It it could have been him. He I've sent emails before that I didn't intend to send. It's entirely possible that he accidentally uh, because, again, the subject line on this was most important. It is completely conceivable that he intended to send some kind of staff email and had two attachments in front of him, had two files, and attached the wrong one. It could have been him. Yeah, I mean, anything can happen. Jim, thank you for the call. I I, um, I mean, with with the note that was attached to it, I think, I, you know, I don't know if, if that aligns with, you know, well, this is what your city manager does in his off time. But uh, somebody on the text line did raise the specter of, you know, maybe he didn't like the job. Maybe, you know, he did this to try to sink himself. I mean, who knows? Uh, You know, anything can happen. And that's why, I mean, in this world, very little surprises me anymore because we've Mm -hmm. heard so much stuff. But that's why when we're using this couched euphemistic language of, of concerns and issues and all of this stuff, no, drop that. Let's talk about what's actually going on here, because otherwise we're left in the dark just wandering around going, okay, well, what did he do? And if he really is the victim of a revenge porn uh, attempt, which is what it looks like mm-hmm. uh, under Kansas law, why are we punishing him? Um, we're not yet. We're not punishing him yet. I mean, he's still leave. being paid, but yeah. he's still being well, that's, paid. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's, it's paid administrative leave, so he's getting a little bit of a vacation here while they figure it out. My prediction is that he will end up, there will end up being some kind of agreement in which he will resign. I would, I think that's very prescient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, um, well, yeah, we'll get more into that in a minute because there's more machinations that are involved in that. Well, let's go to Deb and Brookside first. Hi, Deb. Hi. Um, I think it's a horrible thing that's happened to him that that's been released like this. But 
Back in the day when I was studying for my master's in public administration, I had a wise professor who told us, if you're going to work in government, you must never do or say anything that you would not be comfortable having on the front page of the New York Times. Yes. And I think the fact that this man produced such a video is something that calls into question his judgment. And with our elected officials and our appointed officials in the business of government, judgment is one of the most important things. And for that reason, I think it is appropriate that the city is looking into that and maybe these other circumstances that, you know, you've alluded to from the the story, maybe that's part of it. But I think it does call into question his judgment. Deb, I'm I'm struggling with this a little bit because um, we've talked a lot about about this, about don't record anything that you wouldn't want to be released to the public and don't take nudes and send them and don't sext and don't do any of that. And you, you, you should be entitled to do that if you want and not expect that to be used against you. On the other hand, though, once you record it, you have to understand it could also get out there. Where I'm struggling also is mostly, usually we're talking about women when we have this conversation. Usually revenge porn is against women. And we tell them you sh- that shouldn't be held against you. And so I'm looking at him going, Maybe it was in poor judgment, and I don't get why a person, I, I, this eludes me. I, I don't understand <laughs> yeah. why. I, I do not get it. Uh-huh. Um, but he should the be other, entitled to some of that same benefit of the doubt. The other thing that this wise old professor said is to always remember nothing is ever secret. Nothing is ever accepted without being checked. And those are and nothing is ever forgotten those were his three rules and that again it just to me it goes to judgment and if if you want to be a public official don't do things like this okay all right Uh, deb thanks very much for the call yeah i fair enough and and i'm there with you jamie in thinking that if you know that, I mean, if you, because uh, the way I always put it is, I don't care what you do, just recognize that if you do that, this is what's going to happen. You will eventually. Or could. Right. Yeah. Well, I just run under the assumption it's going to, because she's right. Nothing stays secret. Uh, what's the old, uh, the old line that uh, two people can keep a secret if one of them's dead? Right. <laughs> and even yeah. then, your chances are only about 50%, because we, we can't keep our mouths shut, uh, especially us. So it's. Uh, it's still your decision, and I agree. I mean, I think it. what he did on this video, I don't care. It makes absolutely no... And it's no, legal. Right, it's legal. It makes absolutely no difference to me whatsoever. Um, uh, and, and I was never all that comfortable with the, the argument that she made in any, in any venue about, well, it shows poor judgment. Because I think, you know, people's judgments about their private lives and their sex lives are very different than their judgment about, well, uh, what should we do to cut the city's budget this year? Right. Uh, you know, making a video of yourself having sex or doing whatever he was doing on the video, to me, is, is, it's not comparable to your ability to make a cogent decision on the future of a city. I told yeah, I I totally agree. I can separate those things. Except Deb also has a point. You you're in this really big very public job and sometimes the standards are different. Yeah. I, it, to me it's it's not a lack in judgment. It's a you took you had to have known the risk you were taking. <laughs> you, yes. you just had to okay. have known what could have happened. Right. And knowing the risk, you went ahead and took it anyway. And what, yeah. and what does that say about you in general? Um, okay. All right. Yeah, that's another thing we can kind of take under advisement. Let's go to Stephen in Olathe. Hello, Stephen. 
Hey, thanks for taking my call. Am I to understand that the only reason that you and I know about this is because of the Kansas City Star? Uh, it, it was actually a number of news agencies that were talking about this, but they were talking about it because the emergency meeting of the Shawnee City Council was called. So they were like, the, what do you mean? <laughs> but, the but it was Mission the star Council that already knew about, uh, I don't know, incidents prior to. And we didn't know about it until the, uh, yes. the, news, the media groups had come out on this. That's just shameful. You know, I, I think that our, our councils, our city government should do better in uh, in policing its own self. You know, I'm, I'm reminded of the countless people who are in uh, positions of power, such as like the, the sheriff who was uh, sexually um, uh, being sexu- sexually discriminatory towards women. And uh, they made complaints. But who are they going to make complaints to right. that are going to listen? It. it it, re- it just but there's an HR department there needs to be there needs to be more policing inside of these government uh, entities and you know I'm really glad that this has come out above him because it it goes to show his uh, his wherewithal in life you know I mean weren't we just talking about this with the uh, Brooklyn love woman out there in uh, St. Louis, she's a teacher, and yeah, she was fired yeah. almost immediately. Yeah, she wasn't fired. She quit, uh, and the other one has been placed on leave. But, yes, very similar situations. And, you know, we we need to hold our public officials, the people who are teaching our children, who are policing us, who are making decisions in our city councils, we need to hold them to a higher standard because it puts them in a compromising position. I, I know that some people don't understand that. But it puts them in a compromised position where, you know, they are um, maybe susceptible to saying yes or no based on uh, based on what information that you know about me and what videos that you have about me. Yeah, extortion. Absolutely. And that's that's sure. always a worry. And it's funny because extortion is a worry because of us, because of uh, yeah, that, that's say, what they're scared of is they're scared. Why do that we we'll view it as compromising? Out. Yeah. If we didn't it's view it that way, it couldn't I mean, be used I'm against them. to do it. I'm not going to extort someone. I'm not going to compromise someone in that position. Right. But, you know, that's not the world that we live in, though, Jamie. There are plenty of people for every for every one good but, person out there. How many countless evil people are there? Fair enough. But the only way we change it is to challenge it and ask the question. And again, it's the same the thing with the stuff right on OnlyFans. I need I a school district. I need a superintendent of a school district instead of meeting with lawyers and condemning this, you need one superintendent to say what they did is not illegal. The students did the wrong thing by accessing it. They shouldn't have been able to. We're going to punish the students and stand behind the teacher. But you got to have one superintendent to do it first. I think that the students should have been uh, disciplined for it because, you know, 10 to 1, they're under 18. Yeah. And I think that the, the, uh, the woman should have been uh disciplined for it also i don't think that she should have been the only one disciplined i think that they all should have been disciplined and i think that this guy should be disciplined also okay um do you think he ought to lose his job over it uh possibly okay it 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 really depends on how much paperwork how how tall that stack is of paperwork of complaints that they've got that's they've got to they've got to make a they've got to come down to a hard decision Without doubt. Stephen, thank you. Yeah, see, and that's why 
it drives me crazy when they do things like this. This is why, I mean, if you want to know how to really cure this kind of thing, start paying attention to the sunshine laws. Stop having yeah. secret meetings. Stop having this BS, oh, let's talk about allegate. No, no, don't give me that. If you know something, say it out loud in front of everybody. If, if this guy is being vetted for the job, Ms. Outgoing Mayor, and you know something, tell the people of the city of Shawnee that you're supposed to represent what you know. Don't do this behind closed doors. When you do, then it all it does is it adds to that same um, tacit approval of the kind of shaming that puts people in that vulnerable position for things like extortion because they don't want it to get it to get out because they know about all the finger wagging and all the other nonsense that's going to go on if it does. We have to get to a break. Uh, we'll I want to talk for just a second when we get back about the politics of this because there is a city council election next week as well. So we'll wrap with this next year on KMBZ. So the Shawnee City Council will gather on Monday, the day before the city council election, to in theory choose an interim city manager while Doug Gerber is on paid administrative leave while they decide what the heck to do with all of this. Yeah, and and try to <laughs> oh, and and maybe we'll get some more detail as to you know what what also I think needs to be investigated thoroughly is who is this anonymous sender. Who sent yeah. this message? Because yeah. if if Doug Gerber is in fact a victim, that means somebody committed a crime against him. Mm -hmm. That person and who is it? Right, that person needs to be called to called to account for committing that crime of disseminating without his permission this kind of compromising video of him. Where are the calls? Now, granted, we don't know who that is yet, but where are the calls for law enforcement to really seriously go after and investigate this? I think there also, at this point, um, needs to be, and I'm sure the city council will address this, but what else has been going on? What are all these other accusations against him that, that the city council allegedly knew about before they picked him? And if they did know, why didn't they care? And now that they know, because again, the city council president said last night, why didn't anybody tell us about all this stuff was going on? Well, <laughs> yeah. apparently you knew. And you didn't you didn't care. Yeah, you, so do you care now? Your your mayor says she did tell you uh, yeah. and that it was brought up during his vetting process and that her concerns were, quote, dismissed. Now, again, those concerns, she didn't know about this, about the video. So those concerns apparently were about something else. But again, we're in the dark. We don't know what they were. When you say you're going to name an interim city manager, I just read that. I mean, they have to because they put him on leave. Yeah. This may take a bit. This may take a bit this for may them take to figure bit. this out. And that also says to me it is a foregone conclusion that he will not be in the job at the end of this. And and he might make a lot of money out of not being in the job yes. after this. Well, that's but. another thing they have to consider. If they fire a victim, mm -hmm. <laughs> good luck explaining that one in court. Yeah, we will definitely follow this one. Okay, we'll take a break. Coming up, a new show is going to follow Stephen Colbert replacing James Corden. We now know who it is. Get to that coming up here on KMBZ. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.